She went to church on Sunday, and she had a wonderful time. It was Youth Sunday, and the young people were in charge. The choruses were lively, and the singing was astounding. There were a few testimonies, and a teenage girl did a solo that reached her heart. Deacon Peter was the assigned preacher for the day, and Grace found herself on the edge of her seat as she listened to him talk about second chances. He preached about the woman at the well in John 4 and told how Jesus did not judge. He only pointed her to a better way of life. He sang at the end of the sermon in his deep voice, and the words brought tears to her eyes. Susan came over to her when she was at the snack counter. Hi there, the blonde girl greeted her warmly. Grace had been looking for her since she came, but she had only seen her during the service and realized that she was probably helping out with Sunday school. She was dressed in a red wool dress and matching shoes and looked fresh and beautiful. Grace had decided to wear a long skirt and boots and a red sweater. The weather guy had predicted rain, and it was chillingly cold. I'm glad you made it. It was a wonderful service, Grace commented, her eyes widening as the girl slipped a hand through hers, leading her away from the table. I want you to meet my fiancé, Daniel. He was a tall, thin young man with dark brown hair and green eyes, and his eyes lit up when he saw Susan. Honey, this is Grace. Hi, Grace. Lovely to meet you. He extended his hand with a smile that brought out the dimples in his cheeks. Nice to meet you, too, Grace murmured. Her aunt had disappeared somewhere around the back, and her uncle, as usual, was nowhere to be seen. Daniel plays the drums and is in charge of the music department, Susan told her. Oh, I did notice you up there, Grace said with interest. So when is the wedding? As soon as we can pin down this very busy lady to set a date, Daniel teased, pulling Susan beside him. Grace felt a twinge of envy at the openness and love between the couple, but shrugged it away instantly. Nobody's life is perfect, no matter how it appears so. He came up just then, and before he said anything, Grace felt his presence. Peter, wonderful message, Susan exclaimed, pulling out of her fiancé's arms to give Peter a hug. Grace willed herself not to turn around, but he came right in her vision. Thanks, his eyes zeroed in on Grace. How are you, Grace? I'm fine, thank you, she said a little stiffly. He was in dark blue dress pants that fitted him perfectly and a long-sleeved blue shirt with a red and blue tie. He looked stunning and very tall. She had to strain her neck to look up at him. Suddenly they were alone. Susan waved at someone across the room and dragged her fiancé over to talk to them. Did you have fun yesterday, he asked, his eyes on hers. She wanted to politely excuse herself, but her feet were rooted to the carpeted floor. I did, she answered briefly. We have functions like that all the time. As a matter of fact, we are having a social here on Wednesday at seven. Why don't you come? Another social, she asked in amusement. She wondered if they were drawing attention to themselves. Surely he had more people to talk to. Told you it's what we do, he said with a grin. How about it? I'll think about it, she told him calmly. If you'll excuse me, I have to go find my aunt. She turned to leave. Grace, his deep voice stopped her in her tracks. I am glad you came, he said softly, as soon as she turned back around. She nodded and reminded herself that it meant nothing. It was probably what he said to every visitor.